everybody. Do you like getting stoned and watching a movie? Or just watching a movie? Well, then check out our podcast, I Am Weed, where we and a guest go to the movies and discuss it after. A movie review podcast with a little token twist. Get it? Oh, boy. But hey, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy this podcast. Uh, you should enjoy watching movies, though. Subscribe to I Am Weed on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast with Stephen Pearlstein. I feel like I'm going to go blank and be like, I don't know. Cool, yeah. Hey. That's cool. Well, I think I have like question sort of oh okay good. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i sort of prepared <laughs> there we go um all right hey everybody welcome to the fifth episode of the improv obsession podcast i'm here with a special guest monica smith hello hello how's it going good how are you? Good. We just had like a seven minute chat before I it know. started. Well, I was taping? Yeah, I was, I was, Sorry. but no, it's okay. I don't care. But like we, we covered some great stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, some dark stuff. Some dark stuff. <laughs> Maybe comedians are terrible people. We don't know. Maybe. Or are uh, they? Or are they? Um, so I was trying to, uh, normally I do like a, like a little research before about my guests. Uh, and I tried to do it on you, but I don't have, like, I couldn't find anything about you other than like very current stuff, like stuff I already knew. So like, I don't know like any of your background. Uh-huh. I, I know like, it's just like very vague. Like I was at IO and UCB and Second City and everywhere. Uh, and I modeled at some point, but like, I don't <laughs> under, like, uh, it's just like, I know that maybe it happened and where. So like, my question is, when, when did you get started in improv and High school. High school, really? High school. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I started um, improv at Second City in high school. At Second City was okay, actually wait. in high school. We had a high school improv team. Okay. And we used to do on lunch breaks. We would perform, oh, and so we would cool. just take whatever TV show and then like reimprovise it. It was horrible. You took but the TV was, shows and reimprovise. Yeah, we would like oh, reimprovise. No. Look yeah, what happened good. last night. Yeah. And uh, that was like our drama club thing. And then someone <laughs> mentioned something about Second City, and yeah. Tor- I'm from Toronto, so it's famous for that. Right. So I went. I started taking classes there. Second City, Canada, mm-hmm. Toronto. Yeah. Is this, can I call it Second City, Toronto, or yeah. do we call it just Second City? I think uh, Toronto. Okay, Toronto? I wasn't sure. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, I know you're Canadian, and in that moment, I'm like, which she was in Chicago, and then I'm like, oh yeah, they have a whole they have a whole Toronto thing. We have houses. You guys have <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> it's great up there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so you, so okay, so you started in Second City. That's great. I'm excited about that because I like to talk about Second City stuff because I don't understand it entirely. So that's gonna be fun. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then, and then, okay, so uh, you start, you started taking classes at Second City when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. Was that weird being like so young, or is that? Well, I was 15 when I started modeling, so um, I would fly away from school. And just live by myself or with a bunch of like random girls who did the same thing mm. in New York and then in wherever we would do shows. Cool. So then I would go back home, fly home, go to school, and then fly back, work, do a runway show, fly back. Like I was doing a back and forth thing. So when I came home, I was like, no rules. <laughs> I'm <was> like, <laughs> like, I've already d- gone to bars and been an adult. So okay. then, yeah. Wow. I was a smart kid, so it worked for me. So then I was able to take All Second right. City. Not like uh, it. <laughs> it was smart, like smarty, the candy. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Delicious and yeah. only available in England. Uh, wait, do they have smarties in Canada? Is that mm-hmm. a thing? Oh, cool. Cadbury, we love Cadbury. Got it. That sort of makes sense in a weird way. Right? 
no, okay, I, I didn't mean it necessarily as far as like the independence thing, but like be, uh, being a younger, younger in the group. Because like I like I remember like when I first started taking classes at UCB, I was like twenty one, and I would get like little things like, oh, you're just a kid, and like mm-hmm. you don't know. And I, and I was always like very like sort of self conscious about. It. I'm like I'm not that different. And then and then I started like taking classes with people who are younger than me, and like this guy's just a little kid, you don't know. Uh, and so tables turn is what I'm trying to say. But was was that was that anything? For you, like being yeah, I was to- I was totally. I'm sure my improv was all about like, man, parents suck. <laughs> like sleepover parties, huh? First dates and making out in cars. Like I didn't know anything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So I started. I and I was like, you're. I was one of the only girls in my classes going yeah. throughout it, and I was by far the young. Well, I had one best friend who was the same age. Okay. So that worked that he yep. was like, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, uh, I had a good follow-up to something you said in there and I lost it instantly. Oh, no. This is really... Ugh. What if that was the best part of this whole podcast? I don't know. See, I, have, I had this like little headache starting to come in and then I took some stuff and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's going to be fine by then. So I'm going to blame it on the headache and uh, the Bear Corporation for their uh, aspirin not working fast enough. Oh. Uh, you so, said Bear Corporation, I immediately went to Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Canada. Huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's headache medication? <laughs> we have Grizzly Bears instead. <laughs> we have Grizzly Bears coming. We have it. <laughs> um, okay. So, started Second City. And then, like, <clears throat> how did you complete that whole program pretty fast? I did. The, it's like a two-year program, a yeah. little under. And then um, I, I got... Uh, I auditioned while I was in the program for touring company. I didn't get it. And then when I was in my last class, Con 5, mm-hmm. uh, I got on touring company. Oh, cool. So then I finished my class and started touring. So it, that was beneficial because then I was just doing improv. And then yeah. I worked as like a secretary part-time in the days there. And then I would go do shows. And then we have a couple other theaters in Toronto. One called yeah. Bad Dog and Theater Sports, which is short form. I know Theater Sports, yeah. Yeah. And so I would do those as well. Okay, so you were... uh, Why did you want to spend so much time away from your parents? (laughs) (laughs) What? I think that's what I've I've taken from uh, the first few minutes of this. Is that you're just like, I'm I'm going to Milan, Mom. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. My parents are weird. Okay. But lovely. Um, So, yeah, probably. Mm. They're not Canadian. Really? Yeah. But where are they from? Uh, Denmark and Ireland. Oh, Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So foreign parents. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, I had open face sandwiches in school. Got made fun of. God, let's What's talk about hard sandwich? Canadian lives. <laughs> no, um, open faces means that's one slice like, of bread. No, really? Yeah, that's, that's weird. Is. Yeah. It's not Why would, that's not a sandwich. It is. It's just. That's it's just... like liver paste, and like it's <laughs> now it's horrible. But I used to go to school with like liver paste on rye bread with sliced cucumbers. I don't like any of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So wouldn't you go into the Second City more often? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, so wait. So you started doing the Tourco stuff. Uh, how like how oldish were you then when you started doing Tourco? Because it sounded like you started like in high school. I started like program. 17, 16. Wow. I don't know. 17 probably. And then, so two years, and then I was in Tourco. Um... Like yeah, okay. Before I graduated the school, gotcha. so then I started doing that, and then, um, and then I was also then I went to university and uh, was still modeling, so I still travel a lot, mm-hmm. and then I moved out here. Yeah, we you know, moved like out to five LA. Five years ago now. Yeah. You oh, so you went from Toronto to LA. Yeah, like okay. I, I finished 
Uh, I finished university a little quickly and then just did that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> college is different. It's a <laughs> diploma. <laughs> wait, wait. Really? In Canada. It, wait, college? Was, university is a thing? Wait, yeah. it's different university is different than college. How? University is a, is a degree and college is a diploma. Okay. I don't know. So I don't like, know either. Yeah, I feel like this is all like I'm sorry. Canadian lingo. I didn't Washroom mean, is I did bathroom. Mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to do any of this. I feel terrible. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you feel different, but you're just weird. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so... Oh! And, and I rem- you know what's funny? is in the middle of that, I remembered my question, and I think I sort of forgot it. Yes. Uh, I, now I remember it, and I'm going to save it. Uh, save it. I will. Save it for the ending. Yes. Wait, it won't make sense. It'll be like, is this a cop? I don't know. This is a cop. What is he doing? Um, okay, so did you did you do New York at some point too? I didn't. I wish. I honestly okay. had no idea about UCB in New York when I, I went you there. Had, you were, but you lived in New York. Mm-hmm. But I was okay. modeling, so I didn't. Um, which I never talk about. So we've already talked about it more now <laughs> than I ever do. Can we talk about modeling? A lot? Yeah, I never talk about it. Oh man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I had no idea. And even when I moved to L.A., I didn't really know about UCB. I was doing garage comedy with a lot of people, and they were going to this new theater, UCB, that had just opened. And uh-huh. then I went um, because I kept hearing about it because yeah. I went to Second City. I went to Groundlings here. Um, yeah. So I feel like you've been involved with, like, every theater ever. Ever. I mean, a lot of them. And by involved, I mean I took a class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Groundlings, I took one class. Okay. And, and you're then, just like, you guys don't know what you're doing. No, then I'm they said, uh, you're on the wait list, and it's a one to two year wait. Yeah. And then I said, uh, I don't know if I'll still live in this country, so right. no thank you. Yeah, I always, I always heard that was like the thing with Groundlings, like a really long wait list. I'm like, but like, why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. And we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. All right. Hmm. Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, uh, so you, you came out to... Uh, uh, all right, so maybe we should focus on it. So Second City, mm-hmm. you were doing, you went through the Kamala stuff, and they do, the Turco, is that, is that the same, it's the re- same review style type of show with like sketches, play thing, and then improvised at the end? Is that Yeah, same? we would do the most famous sketches, uh, and every once in a while we'd do what the main stage review was, but uh-huh. usually you just did a compiled yeah. bunch of them, and then we would do like uh, improv games at the end, like musical stuff, and then just normal Oh, so... Stuff and, like, bring the audience up. So they do more gamey stuff? Yeah, like, we did American Idol. Okay. And, like, one of us would rap, one of us would sing. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, That was, uh, I think that's one of the things, like, when I I took a class at Second City, I was like, these are just short-form games, and I don't understand why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I did not fit in well there. Yeah, it's still short-form. I mean, I think it's a great program for, like, object work. Yeah. And for, it, you take your time learning improv. Yeah. Which I think there's a benefit too. And this, I never, yeah. Because when I got TCP, I already knew improv and game. It's just yeah. every theater calls it something different. Right. I feel like game is in every scene. It's just yeah. It's the one unusual thing, or it's the weird thing, or it's yeah. the fun thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I remember. I remember feeling that way too. Like uh, just in the classes, I'm like, this is going really slow, and like, why aren't we? maybe challenging ourselves like that's kind of what I like maybe about the UCB curriculum more mm-hmm. and just taking the classes there was like you get I feel like I felt like I was always not struggling but like really pushed to like what the best I could do every every class is like ah oh, this is hard but I think I can do it you know yeah whereas at Second City I was just like more of this more of the the line thing the, the onion yeah it's more like relationship based I do love game just in yeah. the fact that UCB pushes it so much because then the scenes make sense a bit more, and they have like something about them, and there's heightening. Like I find the problem 
not the problem, but organic scenes sometimes don't always have that. And there's mm-hmm. still great scenes, but... And like, you're saying orga- more organic is in... As in, like... Second City is, like, their thing, kind of? But there are other theaters, too, where they just... They don't really define game as, like, play this out and then move on. Right. So then they'll just do a bunch at the same time or something. Yeah. Um, what I remember, I remember, I don't know if you have this experience too. By the way, uh, I totally got you that water. That's Ooh. yours. It's cold. I was you wondering. Have coffee. I did bring, I did, I was like, I, I didn't, this is cold, so. I, did, I didn't know. Do I get the coupon on it too? Well, I'd like it. Uh, oh, $15 option yeah. admission for Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. I heard they're moving, they heard, they're doing a Harry Potter thing there now. Were they? Yeah. Because hmm. it's so awesome. Yeah, and timely. Because, <laughs> you know, the books just <laughs> no, came no, out. No, yeah. <laughs> um, so, great, Stephen. You're so bad at this. You are so bad at this. You should quit. Okay. Um, so you did the the like, man, <laughs> I'm failing. <laughs> wow, I'm so depressed. This is right like now. the breakdown. This is. You guys are all hearing it, and I'm not gonna cut any of it. I'm, I should maybe just for the for the listening audience. Uh, so, short for me. Stuff, uh, Torco, doing best of. Uh, how do you feel like maybe that sort of like influenced or like, yeah, informed your, your improvisation now? Because I, I feel like that is, it is sort of like a different thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel, well, maybe, I'm sure you do st- still do short form stuff? No. Okay. Because, no. yeah, because I don't <laughs> see you do that. And like, it doesn't, but like. I know people who, who have a sh- maybe a more short form background or even a second city background, like they're completely different, in my opinion, than like a UCB thing, or like a mm-hmm. way to perform. So like, how do you feel like it uh, reflects on you as an improviser? Like how it comes out? Um, I think... Uh, <laughs> that question came out huh, after five minutes see. of thinking. <laughs> I think buttoning a scene is something yeah. <clears throat> they push. And I, I think that's a great tool to have just to know button the scene at any point so that they can call lights on something that's laugh at the end of it so I like that and uh object work really getting that exposition out so we're not just standing on stage we're like in a location like using things around the room just little things like that I think I learned a lot more at Second City okay yeah I remember getting uh I remember there was like a big push for uh a turn in the scene Mm -hmm. that was like the the biggest thing and and I'd already finished all the UCB stuff and I didn't understand why they were pushing it so hard because to me like and maybe you can teach me something here, uh, but like, it was it was like, like almost in a way of like giving up the game in my opinion. It was like it was giving up the funny thing as the turn. So like, what the fuck is that? And like, why do they want me to do it so bad? They want the transformation. I think they just want they want to turn. Like they want whatever your character starts ass at to be you said trans- ass. ass. <laughs> Starting ass. Well, most things start backwards yeah. with their asses up. Oh, um, it's a little Wayne song <laughs> as well. He does improv. Um, no, we just, uh, now I'm losing my train of thought. I'm going to become you. Oh, oh, it's a sad life. You know? <laughs> um, oh, no. The turn. The turn. Oh, yeah. So, because it's supposed to be, why are we seeing this scene out of all the scenes we see? Because mm. this is the day, this is the moment where something different happens. So, right. They kind of push like, the idea that there's a transformation your character should change, be affected. So if it's just like, you know, he puts in two lumps of sugar instead of one and you make that what the scene is about, that mm-hmm. should change you because it's not just about the sugar because it's very relationship-based there, right. improv. So then it's like, how does this change me as a character because of this? Right. So I think that's what they mean that, by the turn, like your character transforms. I get that. Yeah, they, they do. I, I understand what you mean. They have a good emphasis on, I think, relationship in a way that UCB definitely doesn't. And like a lot of times... Uh, 
and I've done, I'm guilty of doing it, and I still do it all the time, but like at UCB, you can do a pattern more mm-hmm. often than not. That's not necessarily like funny or necessarily, but people will like do that because that's what they know. Whereas, uh, like, yeah, at Second City, I didn't feel like that was uh, so much a thing because it wasn't so heavily pushed of like pattern, repeat, heighten. Yeah. But I think the, I think <sighs> the thing that people miss out when they start doing patterns is just, uh, make emotions one of them. Yeah. Like just yeah, it's such a big... emotionally reacting to it and there you go, your character's changing or transforming within the scene. Right. And then we're affected more as an audience yeah. just because we're, we can relate versus like someone who's stiff and has no emotion whatsoever when all those people die. He shot, you shot him, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you said shot. One really, you step, you know, and like it becomes yeah. the semantics of language versus someone's dead and no one reacts. So now yeah. how do we heighten that? We have to kill two people, kill a puppy, a baby, like... What if we just used emotion? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Alex Alex Berg was on, and he, he talked a lot about that thing too. Yeah, it's 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 so important because yeah, at a certain point, it doesn't matter if nobody else cares about it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that happens a lot, like in earlier scenes. Yeah, like uh, where like uh, newer students or like earlier classes where that happens, where like they just don't react to everything, and then they're like, I didn't know where else to heighten them, like because we didn't use all these amazing things you came up with, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, and you've, you've taught at like a couple of places, right? Mm-hmm. Where have you taught, Monica? I, I teach currently at Second City and then mm-hmm. I have another, cl- uh, I coach a ridiculous amount of teams yeah, that do. are all amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're on one of them. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, I taught, I'm teaching a practice session at UCB soon, so oh, cool. I should be teaching there. That's good. Oh, oh, w- which it never doesn't matter. I like doing practice sessions at UCB. They're fun. Well, I'll let you know. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Everybody go to Monica Smith's practice session. <laughs> check ucbtheater.com and under, look under Los Angeles classes. Do you know which one you teach? 201 or 401? I think it's a, it'll be a 201. Okay. Well, I won't go there. Oh. Too good for you. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for offering nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really sweet. That was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Again, now I'm done with you. No. Oh. Um, okay. So you've taught... Uh, and we, I guess we talked a little bit about the difference uh, between the two. But is there... I mean... I don't know, is there anything else that you want to speak to as far as, like, major differences or problems with one or the other or, like, things that you love about one or the other? I don't know. Um, That's, this is I, the worst I do like the question. idea that they teach structure. Yeah. I think the structure of the Herald is such a hard form, like, yeah. out of all the forms to do. That's, yeah. And I, I, I think there's something awesome about the fact that we're just going to put you in this. We're going to put you in a very hard form. Because once the you do this... The challenge of it. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. So now montage is so easy. Yeah. And everything else just comes out a lot easier. And then it becomes more fun, too, because you're like, ugh, structure, yay. Yeah. So I think there's something in that versus people who never learn long form. So then they have all this amazing training, but then they haven't learned how to actually be in a scene for more than three minutes at a time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, yeah that's always my, like one of my favorite phases. Or like you can kind of tell sort of where somebody is in their improv career uh, and like or learning it's like when they, from UCB people specifically, it's like, they're like, I fucking, I'm not doing heralds anymore. I want to do fucking just montage. I just want to go and have fun with it. You're yeah. like, yeah, all right. So you just, you must have just finished 401. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it anymore. Uh, but I fucking love the herald. I really do. I think that's such a, it's a, you get to work a lot of stuff in it. You get to work like a, like a lot of months, the group scene, the two person scene. And then like, you have to think about callbacks and maybe really understanding like what's funny about a game. And so you can do a second beat of it. And it's like, ugh, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, doing Heralds every week, I think for like four years, was amazing. So when it stopped and then I moved on to like the other teams, it was great, but I still kind of miss it. Like there's something about it. You you were on a bunch of Herald teams at UCB. Yeah. Like a lot of them. I was on four teams. Four? 
Uh-huh. I look. I found that. I found most of them, and I didn't remember any of the names. I remember you on El- you were on Elroy, but that's only because I've seen you on Elroy back I, in the day. I'm gonna forget one. It was Elroy Galleria. Oh, Elroy Galleria Hugboat. B- Hugboat. Damn it! I was gonna get the boat one. Ah. Yeah. That was so much fun that the name didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I cannot remember. Uh, so yeah, you you were on it for four years, and uh, wow, that or just under fun. probably. Yeah, because I was at the theater. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, your time four years at UCB doing Harold's, like, what? It was fun. And yeah. then, yeah, I mean, like, I think UCB becomes your life, and I think there's something amazing about that, and the fact that there's a community, mm-hmm. you know? I think there's something interesting about comedians, how we have, like, this, like, stand-up, they have their own community, but it's you on stage alone. Well, we have, like, someone has your back on stage, I feel like then they have your back off stage, and there's yeah. a great... Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> hopefully they have your back off stage, regardless right? of the right? context. Um, uh, lost my train of thought again. You should start, like, just, just to tape them different ways you sing in between moments. I will. So disappointed with myself. Um, okay, so, well, then I'm confused, because you, I thought, you knew my friend Shelly from... Yes. And she's from Um, New York. How mm -hmm. the, so how the hell did you know her... And not about UCB. And like, just explain that. Because I thought you were a UCB New York person for a while, but then mm-hmm. like, you weren't. And no. then like, what? Um, Shelly Slocum. Yes. Uh, I S- met her. Used to be Shelly Stover. Yes. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Shelly at, we, we did a pilot together like two years ago, Quarter Life. Oh, cool. Two, yeah, two or more years ago. Yeah. And she came out and Ptolemy Slocum came out. Yeah. And we shot that. And then we just stayed in touch. So when they moved here, we... Uh-huh. We're friends, so Got we, it. we hang out. That's cool. And then, you know, I'm okay. friends with people in other states. Yeah, I just, uh, uh, I feel like I've gotten to the point where the only way I can make friends now is through uh, UCB stuff, and yeah. I'm just like, and like, I forget other the other people like act and like go out to auditions, it's weird. Do you not do auditions or anything yet? Never. Never. never I've auditioned for uh, like improv stuff, mm-hmm. and I've made 100% of the things that I've auditioned for improv stuff for. Never got into audition for UCB Herald team, and it makes me sad. Oh yeah, because you weren't here. Wasn't here, and That's then right. the year before I was qualified, but like I didn't make it. I was out. Of, I was out of town, but I was coming back, and I thought like, oh, if I get there by like three o'clock, I'll be able to sign up. And I was like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. So next I think year, I looked out on my Herald audition because I did the IO audition right before. Oh, okay. And it was a horrible, horrible experience because <laughs> we're going in the room, and this girl turns to me, and she's like, don't touch my back I have an injury just don't touch me in scenes don't touch me and everyone was like uh, uh, okay so then in scenes she would start something and you like everyone was afraid to touch her and it was really <laughs> uncomfortable and then they made you wait because I think they did the callback the same so I just sat and waited so then I rushed to the UCB audition and was just had no anxiety yeah. left in me yeah so I think well, I good. lucked out in that sense and was able to have like a good scene or two yeah that's good that works out yeah. did you were you on uh, any I.O.? No. No. Okay. No, I did not. Because right. I got UCB, so. So you're like, whatever, I know. Eat it. That's cool. That's eat, a, cool. eat a what? Eat it. Oh, eat it. Just it. It? it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like the like the Weird Al song? It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we were on the same page on that one. We just kind of mind melded, but not really. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, <clears throat> all right. What do I want to talk about? Uh, and so now, so you're on, you're on Hamptons for you. Now you're on uh, Coming Clean. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and rough cut. You rough do rough cut. cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you, you said a little bit like the transition from that. Like how did those? How did you even get involved? What was the deal? Um, 
Right, uh, the Herald team, when it ended, uh, Amanda was on my team at the time, Kevin Peterson and, mm. and Ben Simon, so we were all on the same team. Oh, great. And, uh, yeah, Neil was like, you know, you've been on the team for this many years, I, don't, I want you to, like, graduate to, like, another team, yeah. another night. So then we, uh, Amanda and Kevin came up with Coming Clean, yeah. and we were on it. So, yeah, it's awesome, like, uh, doing scenes off of Secrets with, and yeah. Mike Leffingwell joined yeah. us. And it, yeah, I love that. And there's something like we just blow each secret out to such a degree that I yes. love that versus rough cut um, Colton. Rough cut's tough, man. It's a tough like they've been doing it for a long time. It was like a team in New York at one point, or at least the movie form was. Yeah, movie. And then they started it here, and then uh, they asked me to join a while ago. There's like a hundred people on that team on, on rough cut. I feel like we have like ten or twelve. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, I, I think the last time I saw it. Uh, I saw somebody from the team in the audience, and I was like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> what's going on here? Like, uh, I'm, I'm curious, how does that work? Do you guys just have, do you guys just like, I'm not going to do this show, or like, even, even though I could, is that? I think we keep it, because everyone is sort of uh, busy, like yeah. they have, their, yeah. they're working a lot, or they're doing a lot of shows, so we can't always commit to all of them, so there are more of us that rehearse, so that for the show, there's always at least enough people to... Because yeah. I find you have the people in the scene, then you have the people painting the scene and doing all the camera angles. You need a few more members. So much goddamn work. Yeah, it is It is work, but then it's fun. Like the Herald, it's like there's yeah. a structure to it, and then finding through different genres way to, Do to you, showcase it. Uh, oh. I want to. I almost want to ask you about the form of it, just because. Like, do you guys have like a, a set structure, or like you're trying to hit a number of scenes or a number of? We we. Uh, I feel like there's like three sort of. Yeah. It's like a, it feels like a loose herald. Right we way, paint. Right. We paint three scenes, and mm-hmm. then we make those the three first scenes in the movie. Right. And then from there we just go wherever. Yeah, that's that's sort of to me, uh, and I've seen I've seen rough cut a fair number, probably not as much as you guys have done. I've seen you guys a fair number of times, and uh, I feel like the the hardest part of it is everybody trying to tell a cohesive movie story that doesn't have like weird loose ends or things that happen for mm-hmm. absolutely no reason, uh, and everybody just like struggling to try to understand what everybody else's move was. Uh, I mean, how how do you like deal with that? Like that seems like the hardest thing, and I and I feel like there are other and there are people who like definitely maybe try to control it more or whatever. Is there anything, yeah. that, or is it just, like, happening? And I think it's been changing. I think it's also, like, if we get, uh, we did a Western last. <laughs> There's a wire under chair. You can't be embarrassed. <laughs> they didn't see there it. There was a wire to, under his chair. You don't have to God, tell them. Damn. God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, you did the Western. Western. Oh, yeah, so there's so many <laughs> different types of Western. Yeah. There's the modern Western, like... <laughs> Uh, where the lead would be an older, ruggedly, used-to-be-handsome actor who now, yeah. like, Jeff Bridges or Unforgiven, like, Clint Eastwood versus old... What, like, there's so many different types within each genre. Mm-hmm. So we're working... We rehearse, like, we rehearse today, every Saturday, and we try and just sort of really work it out so that when we do get a, a rom-com, because mm. <laughs> short one for romantic comedy, it's true, <laughs> I hate using, but I just used it, so, yeah, you cool. know. I'm all about rom-coms. I am. I love rom-coms, as you can see. Yeah, Seinfeld, such a rom- Simpsons rom com. Valley Girl. <laughs> Get Shorty. Uh, Fargo. I, I gotta have more. Oh, fever pitch. Oh, I do. Oh, that's uh-huh. a, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I I'm not. <laughs> uh, my fa- my family is a, a back east family, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, my my family all love that one because you know Boston and uh, it's okay. cute and Jimmy Fallon's funny and so yeah. Drew Barrymore's kind of cute. Uh, and then and then my grandpa died. 
Uh, and my that was my my grandma's gift to everybody in the family was Fever Pitch. She bought like Aww. six copies of Fever Pitch. I was like, this is what Grandpa would have left you to watch. It was sweet and weird. That's, that's sweet <laughs> and weird. Yeah, I love her to death. Hi, hi Grandma, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it really is a good movie. I mean, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> baseball. Baseball. <laughs> Okay, so if you um, get a rom-com. Oh, well, that. there's an 80s romantic comedy versus now. Like, there's so many different types and yeah. just how even women are portrayed in each of them, to everything like that. So, yeah, we're working on getting that really specific. So we show that in the first three scenes. We're able to do a movie where we can really enjoy it and connect. Yeah. You know? So we're getting better at it. I like, I'm, I'm enjoying that form. Yeah. Just because it is kind of hard, but it also, like, homework. I'm going to watch a movie. Like, yeah. Oh, you know. cool. Well, that's, that's a good yeah. homework. I'm watching Christmas movies. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you guys going to do a Christmas movie for... Mm-hmm. Great. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel dumb. Uh, so, uh, okay, great. Now, let's see. Now, I wanted to... You're, you're, the, you're the first lady I've had hey. on my podcast, so I'm pretty excited about that mm-hmm. one. Two, uh, I sort of have. <laughs> There's like a pause. Uh, yeah, there was. Um, I sort of have. Uh, I, I okay. So I feel like uh, the whole like like conversation about like women and comedy uh, is like fucking stupid because uh, I don't understand what the point of it is. Like, is it that different? Is that big of a deal? Uh, and so like I'm gonna ask you, because okay. you're a representative of every woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, every, woman. Yes. every woman sings Whitney Houston. <laughs> they do, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay. It's, uh, it's slumber parties and mm-hmm. lingerie and singing. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm not surprised I'm the first woman on this podcast. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Well, and that's, I don't feel like there's as many women improvisers either. I don't know as True. many women. It's, well, I, I mean, I, there, I don't think there's many women improvisers because as a child, when a guy does something silly, goof around, for the most part, it's like embraced. And when women do it, it's more of be proper, no, no, you know? No. Yeah, okay. So that makes I think sense. at least through growing up, you know, the funny girl wasn't as. Uh, it, you weren't the funny girl as often as you would see the funny guy. It wasn't embraced in the same manner, right. you know? It was more be polite, be quiet, yeah. go wash dishes, I don't know. Yeah. Like, versus guys, I think, got to be a little bit looser, got to play ball, do all those kind of things mm-hmm. that not all women got to do. So I think it. That's why they're few or less women. But it's getting better and better. I love that there's like a full woman team. Yeah. I love seeing that now. And I try and like, just because when I started, I was the only woman for a lot of teams I was on, which mm-hmm. I do love. Yeah. <laughs> there's something super fun about it. Yeah. But yeah. at the same note, I love that now there's so many women and there's so many funny women. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, do, you, uh, do you personally feel like uh, that it's harder or easier for you to get on teams or whatever because uh, you're a woman. Is there anything like that? Do you feel that way at all? Or is that like... Um, I don't think now anymore. I do think there's just a bit of a stereotype. I, like, you know, women aren't as funny or two women to each to six guys yeah, I used on to a hear, team, that I, thing. I heard that in some other podcast. It was, and it was a Second City thing. And that was actually the question that I had thought up was the, mm-hmm. the Second City thing. And I heard there was like institutionalized sort of like, it works like this way. There's two mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what, so like, what the hell is that deal? That's crazy, right? <laughs> uh, well, the Second City thing was you would be filling parts in main stage, mm-hmm. but it was two women. Like, we were waiting for our spots. It was like, oh, if Lexi leaves, then okay. <laughs> like, it literally was that. Yeah. Uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't mix up. I think they did in Chicago. And yeah. I mean, it is a great comedy school, and I teach there, so I do love it. But um, And it's gotten much better from when I started, too. Yeah. 
Um, but I think just women in, in general, yeah, because not everyone thinks we're as funny. Yeah. I don't know why, but there's like that weird stereotype. And then um, there are a lot of girls, you know, who probably go to bars and are like, I'm funny, and they're drunk, and, and oh, they just God. ruin the stereotype of women as funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> um... But I think it's just we weren't embraced as much. So then it's it's a bigger jump for for a woman at least over the years to do this. Yeah. Like I heard I remember hearing Tina Fey say she had no issues with it years ago in an interview and I got really pissed off. And then she then wrote a book and then said the exact yeah. opposite of stuff. She was like, "Uh yeah, all this happened." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, cuz I had issues." Like yeah. I remember guys would just and I used to dress in like well, one, we had like a uniform at Second City, like white shirt, black pants. But then when I was on team, I always wore a hoodie, always zipped it up. There was like, I don't have a body. <laughs> <laughs> hair was always pulled back and I had short hair at one point. Like I was very much like, this is not about me as a lady. This is me as a comedian. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I remember being on teams with guys who would just, okay, we need a whore in this or we need a mother in this. Ooh, so a woman yeah. or like stare at your tits, even though they're covered in layers of color. Yeah. Okay. Um, see, God, I... You know, it's 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 tough, like, because I, I know that is a thing, and I know uh, I, I I actually had, like, a, a rough interaction with a couple of people who I'm, I think I'm now friends with uh, <laughs> earlier in, like, my improv, because they were very, like, strong with feminism, and I was like, what are you talking about? Who cares? This is all crazy. This, has not, this isn't any bearing in reality. Because to me, like, I don't feel like, I genuinely don't feel ever, like, strongly about a person's gender and it like I'm like whatever's in my head I'm like you're doing that like and if it's mm -hmm. if it's if it's a guy comes out and I, I'm like I need you to be a girl you're a girl if it's a girl comes out and I need you to be a girl you're a girl if this girl comes out and needs you to be a guy you're gonna be a guy like you know yeah and it does like I but I know but I understand like and I've heard stuff like that it's like we need a we need a mother it's like ooh rough like why why would yeah. you think of that well there's scenes uh, of like <laughs> women where it, a guy plays it a girl plays it whatever hmm. but it's a it's a woman in a scene like we all know women to be and then there are a lot of scenes where we see the woman and she's slutty and mm. high and yeah. like it just happens to go down that road yeah i just think it still happens not at all as much yeah but yeah i still think it's like prevalent in comedy which i think is why we have to be supportive of each other and have to like sort of you know be on teams yeah do you think is there is there like uh uh anything i mean does it have, is does that does a gender thing issues <laughs> come up ever in like classes or a teaching situation for you or like where you're like maybe this isn't the best way to do something or is that like ever oh yes I always I think almost I would say every other class I have one guy who's usually older than me because I'm a younger teacher at least yeah or um is just a man he's like why is this blonde chick teaching me um <laughs> and well I had one guy who walked into class and he was like hey just smile for me just, and like hit on me as I'm in front of the entire class I'm like I'll smile when you say something funny so let's work on that oh, that's <laughs> like guys they just do that weird thing where they don't like a woman and maybe it's also an older generation they don't like the idea of a woman teaching them yeah Whatever it is. So it, it does kind of happen. I still find it happens kind of yeah. often. But I also have like, I'll be teaching someone like, so wait, so what do you do on the side? I'm like, I do a lot of improv. Wait, but you like comedy? I mean, <laughs> we like comedy. I'm like, because I'm a girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like. Um, is there, I mean, do you feel like, do you feel like you want men to approach improvising with women in any type of special or different way? You're shaking your head now. No. Great. Yeah. Cool, yeah. covered it. I also feel like, yeah, I'm like, let's talk more about vagina. No, I feel like, uh... <laughs> That's my favorite subject. 
Uh, no, I just feel like we're just treat us the same as you would a guy in the scene, which I think you do, and I think a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I think most people do. It's just every once in a while in class, or you'll see a team, and you'll just be like, oh, I see that a little. Yeah. It just happens. Interesting. Just like there's racism and, yeah. you know, white chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> no, I thought of it. I got it. I figured, yeah. out, I figured out what you're saying eventually. Um, it's like a wow. I, was, I, just, I was just remembering that extremely racist scene we did. Uh, I, I think it was, I remember where that was, but I just remember going like, oh, fun. Uh, <laughs> I think you were coaching. It was good times. Um, do you, all right, la- last gender thing, because uh, I, I hate talking about it. I, I really think it's silly. But uh, the, uh, do, you, do, you feel like, do you feel like there's uh, a need for maybe having a female presence on a team or vice versa, having a male presence on a team? Like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, like I, like whenever I hear like there's an all girl team, I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. Uh, and, but, and then, and then like, I, although like I sort of personally feel like when I, when there's a lack of female presence on a team, like I, I sort of like, why? Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> is there, <laughs> what do you think? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> um, I do. It's weird. I think there should be more women on teams, but I also think put whoever's the best on the team. Right. That's that's sort of my thought yeah, on so it, Yeah, so if too. it is only two women, but you auditioned, and also you have to think there's so many men auditioning versus women, yeah. then that's how it is. But mm-hmm. if there happen to be six funny women and two guys, then do that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd rather... I hate when I see a team and then you see that one link, and they're like, oh, you were put on that team because of your sexuality or something else, but mm-hmm. you were not as funny as them. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. So yeah, like I... Yeah, put a team together with just fun. Put the people. best team together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that was like one of my very early thoughts on it. Like, it, like one on one or two when I was like taking, I took like workshops and stuff, and I was like, well, and somebody, somebody had brought like, I'm gonna do an all girl team, or like, I'm gonna do like, well, why not just put together like the best team that you know? Like, if you especially mm-hmm. like early on, like, I want to perform with the best people I know. Like, that's always it, you know? Yeah, I've only once done an all girl. Well, yeah, once an all girl team, and it was like all the Herald girls. Oh, cool. I was like, let's have all the Herald girls perform. Yeah. Otherwise, I've never been like. Only girls. <laughs> Fuck you, Fuck man. All their scenes are going to be tampons yeah. and babies. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what they talk about. Yeah, that's all we talk about. That's all they talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'm every woman. Okay, um, so I feel like you're, uh, I feel like I've had multiple conversations with you where you're like a form expert. Uh, mm-hmm. What's up with that? Like, you, you, why do you like know all the forms and why is it like every time I go like, well, isn't this this? You're like, well, not really. Uh, so like, how do you know all the forms and uh-huh. why? Um, I think I had a team called Ordinary Inkling from years ago and awesome, we man. would do a new form every week. Okay. So we would research the Ugh. fuck out of forms and do yeah. backwards for everything and we, we were doing cage match at the time mm. and uh, that helped us and like just win a whole bunch because we always did this. And then I think it just took a lot of workshops like... When I went to Chicago, just even just to go and I would do the improv festival, I would stay and take classes at Annoyance with Joe Bill or like take Second City, take anyone who was teaching, Ian yeah. Roberts, whenever, like anyone. So I would learn more forms. Like, yeah. And I love that, just that there's so many out there to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've just sort of been a fan of it and made a point of studying it when I can. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone here, not everyone here, but a lot of teams when they start do the montage and they don't know many others, maybe the deconstruction. So then I'm all for like, hey, there's so much more. Yeah. that Yeah. There's uh, the forms are a lot thinner. Uh, it seems like in the indie team or the indie scene in L.A. And I, I but then again, I don't know from any other like setting. So, yeah. 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 yeah I, don't, I can't really say either. Cool. It's been years. 
Do you want to speculate on stuff that we don't know anything about? Yeah, I bet you fucking Denver. <laughs> Denver. Those guys are They're crazy. They're all about... There used to be a second city in Denver, wasn't there? Is, is that... Or, no, am I thinking of Detroit? Detroit. There used to be one in Detroit. D-words. Um, Confusing. Confusing. <laughs> erase that part! No, okay. erase it! Okay. Hold on, let me... <laughs> I'm going to just press buttons on the computer. <laughs> it's gone. Yay! Nobody knows how ridiculous we both are. Um... Great. I had I had another good question for you. I feel like I'm not. Am I not? Ta- I I feel like I should be talking more. Yeah, if you want. I don't know what else. To say. Cool. What do you want to talk about? God damn it. Well, Seinfeld um, mm-hmm. is staring at me. Um, no, I don't know if you have any <laughs> other questions. If not. Yeah. Um, okay. I can keep. I can keep coming up with uh, <laughs> questions. I just wish I'd written down like a couple of them. Um, okay. So you coach like a lot. Yeah. Um. And in and, and L.A. now, so they're talking about that. I'm going to try to talk a little bit about the L.A. indie scene. Because do, do you coach any, or did you coach any, like, house teams anywhere? Just curious. No. Okay. No. Yeah. So L.A. indie scene. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that, man? <laughs> Trends. Trends, good things, bad things. Tell me about it. Trends deconstruction is a trend. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing that now? A lot of people do that scene. Yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much exclusively at this point. Right. We, we, I started that one with Mike and we were like, oh, we're just going to do Harold's. And then that quickly turned out, let's just do deconstructions. I yeah. don't know how it happened, but it did. Okay. I mean, it is a fun scene to do. I mean, a fun form to do. So a yeah. lot of people do that. Uh, and then ugh, trends. I don't know. I mean, I don't go to enough indie nights as mm-hmm. I should. Yeah. But I'll go to more. But um, for what I see with teams I <laughs> coach, I find uh, just object work is lacking mm-hmm. or exposition. But yeah. it's like more also teams that are still finding their way. Mm-hmm. So it's like those little things. I also find at the same time, like people are really funny and coming up with all these funny ideas and just passing them over. Really? I find that happens so often where they'll just say, creative idea, creative idea. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, I don't know where to go with this. I'm like, you just fucking said all this amazing shit, but for some reason we passed it all. Yeah. I'm probably cursing a ton right now. No, it's cool. Uh, you can absolutely curse on this as much as you feel necessary. Okay. Fuck. Um, that was unnecessary. <laughs> I felt mm. it was. Uh, <laughs> potato, potato. Doesn't mm, apply. Yeah, um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like there's a there's a... And in, in, I guess like the more UCB indie community, people come from more of that. There's a there's emphasis, or people play a little bit faster and harder than like Second City and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Where like you or like even even IO like like you watch Dazariski or yes, now UCB uh, like you watch that and you're like, we'll move like say something like I can't mm-hmm. imagine like I almost I have trouble even understanding how one would sit. It is much slower. It's a slower paced. Yeah. It's interesting to do it because I'm on like teams over at different theaters and when I do those ones, I'm like, oh, this is slower. Yeah. And like you have to really like take your time with it. Yeah. But you do a lot of indie. So what do you find? You find it all to be more fast paced? Yeah, Man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Everything's really fast. The idea of uh, sitting in a scene, like I feel like uh, people don't very often plan on sitting in a scene very long. Like you were saying, like short form, like, oh, or like, you know, doing it coming from the second city thing, like people don't know how to be in a scene for more than three minutes. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that I do. And I, I don't know <laughs> that like a couple of my, a while back, one of the teams I'm on, the Smackaroos, we were talking, had like a lot of conversation about this. Like we, like if we hit a point, like we, we just don't have anything else to do because we will burn up everything. Uh, every, literally like everything we can think of and, yeah. with, you know, we'll play it as hard and fast as we can. And then we're like, well, 
what there is now? something to taking your time and enjoying a scene instead yeah. of that tag, 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 and then it's just blown out. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you just, that entire idea is done. Yeah. We won't see it again in your form because you've just run it out. And when you bring yeah. it back, it may not do as well because you've killed all the callbacks almost. Yeah. So yeah, there is something to like just enjoy. Like it's such an awesome idea. Why don't we embrace it? Yeah. And I think if people used emotion more to heighten, I think that would also like I don't know. Yeah. I find when I see that happen, it's so amazing. Yeah. And I'm I'm always like connected. I saw a guy and I don't know who he is. Okay. He has brown hair and he was wearing a hoodie. <laughs> brown hair with hoodie. I don't know. Shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> he was on like an indie team and I was doing um I don't know, some show, and he was sitting in a chair, and he just went into this ridiculously long monologue about magic markers changing his life, and he was so dramatic and close to tears, and it was so funny. And it, he didn't really yeah. cover that much, yeah. but it was because the magic marker affected his life. Yeah. It was, we just, everyone was quiet and just watching and laughing, just yeah. like, or trying to not laugh too loud so you could hear what he was saying next. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing, where I think not everyone embraces, like, just really enjoy this moment yeah. of the scene. Um, I find, yeah, I always, I always sort of like feel like one of my downfalls is I uh, personally is like, I want to start a scene at a pretty heightened place. And I know mm -hmm. like some people who play with me don't often want to start there because it's like the first reaction that is like, okay, calm down, you're crazy. And it's like, well, I kind of want to start like way up here and mm -hmm. see what happens. And it doesn't, it doesn't usually work. And it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing that I do. Uh, and I'm working <laughs> on it. Uh, but yeah, and I feel like that's maybe a thing a little bit in the UCB community too, is it's not, a, or oh, big statements, but like, yeah, that, that maybe you start a little bit harder and play everything a little bit, you know, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, Jim Woods, who's a ridiculously funny it's hilarious. Gent. I really hate him. Um, so you really hate him? Yeah. I've been on this thing fairly recently where I see good shows or like really good performances and I'm just like, oh, I, fuck you, man. I'm never gonna be able to do that. You make me sad. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw like David Harris do something at like the Twitter show last week, and I was just I was like mad. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, I can't do that. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, I saw Kevin. Uh, I saw uh, oh, what's his face? The guy on your team who's not Kevin and not Ben. Ben Leffingwell, Mike. Mike Leffingwell. Mm -hmm. I, when he like he jumped over the stage one day, yes. and I was like, I was like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I can't. I would never even think to do that. Uh, and I don't think I physically can. I'm too old. Uh, uh, we yeah. talked about that in the green room after because it was like I want two of us were like we want to heighten this but I'm not jumping in that <laughs> and he got off stage and he was cut and really? bleeding and he was oh. just like but yeah <laughs> it was funny it was great it was for the art yeah um, uh, <laughs> wait what was your question at the beginning of that uh, it was something good yeah oh man you started to talk about Jim Woods and I said oh him. let's talk about Jim Woods no uh, he's just a super funny guy and I remember. Uh, him just saying like he's the one or he's one of the people that has said that that I always remember being like just enjoy the moment mm -hmm. like enjoy this why do we always like tag and run to somewhere else when we can really just enjoy the scene that's why I do like a mono scene um with one other person Kevin McGee and super funny Jim mm -hmm. and uh we do like a one uh we do a one act play in 25 30 minutes yeah and there's something so fun about a half an hour in character to yeah. build numerous games that are playing throughout. And then we do have time to have, like, the transformation of the character. And there's so much to be done because we're embracing those tiny little things. Yeah. Versus instead of, like, you like coffee? Tag! You like <laughs> big cup of coffee? Tag! <laughs> but, you know, like, super yeah. funny stuff, like big but, cup but of coffee. Huh? I, lo I love that tag. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, yeah. It, and that, that almost may be, like, a cultural thing, too, because, like, some of the more well-known teams maybe at 
at like the UCB theater have have that like faster side. Like I think I don't know that Conway is necessarily fast or whatever, mm-hmm. but they do have a you know they just they keep on going for it, and you kind of feel that like oh that's cool. You just that's you take something that's like fun, yeah, and you just go away with it, and like but it's it's not a necessarily easy thing to do. No, but I love watching, like, I love doing it. It's like that half and half, where, like, sometimes it's just fun to just tag the shit out of something and make them so quick. Or, like, watching Chad Carter and Besser, like, those guys are very quick and Conroy and will just, like, switch a scene in seconds. Yeah. And I think there's something amazing in doing that. Yeah. Why not? Like, especially ASCAT is such a great form to just enjoy it, because you're just getting a couple monologues, like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think but, it's a, like a balance of being able to do both. Yeah. That's why I also think doing more forms is is beneficial as a performer because do the mono scenes so you learn how to play yeah. a number of games within it. Do the heralds so you get good at get good. So you do well with structure mm-hmm. and you're able to like have you know do a four person herald. I just coached a team and they did a four person herald and they're like I don't know and I was like this is amazing. Yeah. Because you don't have time to think. Yeah. So instead of being in the back line freaking out, you're in almost every scene, so it's it becomes almost more fun and more natural. Yeah. We uh yeah, I was I was doing a, a weird thing from like a, some like Second City Chicago thing, or I think or I know Chicago, I don't know. Uh I don't even remember what was the form called? It was something weird. It was a GTS Brown. Familiar? Mm. No? Nope. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, that that one was very like it was quick and I just and I, I sort of I sort of like that those moments when you're like you don't have the opportunity to think but i but but again yeah the contrast of it and i'm just agreeing with you all i'm telling this what is this one what is this gts uh god it's just got it's got like a bunch of interesting tenets to it and like weird things that are in it like where you'd there's like one thing like there's just like the third degree move where like a scene just happens and like three people come up and like asking questions to like mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of it and then they go back to their scene and it's like as if they were never there and it's so supposed to inform the scene uh, and then you do things like it's I don't think it's it's sort of like an onion peel but not really but like where you you like have a scene and then you jump back and forth between like if you go from the first scene to the second scene to the third scene but if you want to go back to the first scene you need to go to the second scene and then the first scene okay uh and so it's like a lot of it just felt very like constant you're like i gotta pay attention to everything i'm like yeah i hope that i have something to say always uh and then again though like some of my favorite moments and i know some of my personally funniest and best things i've ever done have been in like moments where like i've got like somebody else got a really big laugh or saying something and i've had like a minute to go like okay what am i gonna say back whatever I say back and then like my response because I've had time to think about it and go slow or even like in good object work things like that where you have the time to go really slow with it you can do something awesome yeah mm. I think so. it comes out of both like also I uh, I think it was coming clean we were doing a show and I was like a high schooler and I was doing something like oh yeah I'm so cool I don't have lenses in my glasses and instead I said I don't have frames in my glasses so I was just wearing <laughs> lenses so I fucked up because it was just really quick and then yeah. everyone jumped on board and it became a really fun scene Yeah. at least <laughs> for the performer yeah. <laughs> I remember had fun with it. we had fun I don't know yeah. uh, but it was fun and everyone like jumped on the tangent of like ridiculous things to wear that we think are hip and whatever Yeah. and that only came out of playing quick and fucking up the language right um Okay, and that and that is a fun. That's okay. So like that reminds me of a fun thing that an improv crowd would find funny. Mm-hmm. More funny is like we're like, oh, they messed up. What are they gonna do now? Uh, and that and that like kind of on the same line where you get an improv crowd. Sometimes you get a fucked up suggestion from an improv crowd. Like they'll like try to fuck with you really hard yeah. uh, with a suggestion. Um, 
But at you, since you do the tour co and stuff, you have maybe a different sensibility about playing to not an improv crowd. Right? I just remember like getting a lot of toilet, broke back mountain. Like you just get those kind of suggestions. Yeah, they, they, they're trying to be funny. They're yeah. Like, okay, to help you be funny, or I don't know what the thought process on that one is, but like to help you be funny, this is a funny thing. Yeah, yeah. where they'll pimp it out, and it usually goes more dirty. Mm-hmm. And then they also. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, oh. so it, it just goes down that road. Are you gonna make a, a dirty? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was on this. I was on this team uh, at Flappers in Burbank for a while. They had like an improv team. It was terrible, uh, but we were not playing to improv crowds, and we were not playing. And so we, they fucking loved everything that was really like dirty and raunchy and like disgusting. Like that was their favorite stuff. And we, and I just remember, like I remember, I did like really we killed, like killed shows. But I just like walk off stage like disappointed in myself, like yeah. I had done. Like, I'd done, like, a really bad show. <laughs> why, why would they laugh at, like, me tweezing hair out of my butthole? Like, it's not funny. Yeah. Uh, so, right. so does, I mean, does, do you, <laughs> so do you, like, do you run into, like, maybe, I guess, doing that, since you're saying you remember it, like, as if you don't still. I don't do twerk code. Well, I know you don't do twerk yeah, but, so. like, maybe playing to more non-improv audiences. I guess, but I feel like at UCB you play to mostly. Yeah. Improv. What about Second City? Improv students. Same with Second City, you play mostly. I think it's mostly students or performers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't think there's a lot of randoms that are like, what's this? I'm going to this. What is it called? Coming clean. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, so the audience is more informed. I mean, I laugh more at people's mistakes. I don't laugh loud. I feel like I'm the worst coach to have because I'm just silent the whole time. But when I laugh, I laugh at like the mistakes people make. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you find it funny because you've been doing it for so long. Yeah, uh, I, I had a coach, Colton. He he was great. He's one of the best coaches I've ever had. Uh, you should get coached by him. Weird, uh, <laughs> but he he would only. I remember he would only laugh when we did exceptionally like the best thing we've ever because mm-hmm. he's seen so much. Exceptionally like literally the best stuff we've ever done. Or the worst, like stuff that was terrible. He would laugh at that, and uh, and sometimes you just didn't know. You're like, oh boy, I'm gonna laugh at because I'm terrible at this. Um, um, no, it's true. And Colton, like uh, on Rough Cut, we don't have a coach. We kind of like coach ourselves. Yeah. So some of us sit out and then we watch each other perform and then we give notes. So there is something funny where like we'll laugh at the honest, like funny thing in the scene, but then it. It'll just be like half of the team just laughing really loud at a really big fuck up that we did too. Yeah. And there's something cool about that too because it's your peers giving opinions and like. Yeah. Like Colton, you know, has great opinions. Everyone does on the team, so it's great yeah, to it's hear McLaughlin's team. point of view or Wilbur's. Like just everyone's. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, co- I mean, coaching yourself is that like? Uh, how's that go? Well, I mean, like when I'm in the scene, I'm not like, guys, my best point right here. No, is. no, no, no. But I mean, I mean, do you guys like kind of break it down after the fact or during? Yeah. Like, Fact. After facts. Facts. We have facts machines. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you just go back and forth. We go back in time. Um, but like, yeah, do you guys do you guys break it down? Yeah, we'll like break it down like if we're working on a specific genre of what we're trying to get, like find the hero in this, the hero's journey or whatever we're working on as a team for that, then yeah, we'll sit on the side, the few of us that sit in the back and we'll like just, you know, call it out or be like, this worked really well when you when you did like a bird's eye view of whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that is, because we'll just give an audience point of view, but I guess an informed audience's yeah. point of view. So I think it's helpful. Like, that's why I think it's great to have a coach. And because we're such a big team, we're able to do that. With Coming Clean, um, we had Julie Brister for a while, and then we switched around coaches, and then we really haven't had a coach. 
but we've also been like I think Kevin and Amanda have been on the same team. Uh-huh. Kevin Peterson and Amanda Sitko have been on the same team since like they both started. I think <laughs> almost every Harold team. Really? <laughs> I could be wrong, but I believe Amanda like said almost every Harold team she's been on with him and now they're on coming clean together. That's so like you've known them. I'm on like boobs. On a calculator mm. uh, with Kevin. So like, <laughs> on a calculator. Pause. I'm on boobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so like you've been performing together for so many years yeah. that you just have that groove. Yeah. Yeah, you and you and Kevin, I've noticed, have a, have a, a very, a, a good like improv relationship. Yeah. And like is, ben is, he, I, is he your improv wife, as Billy calls it? Do you know he, I don't know if he would be. I mean, Ben Who's, has been on the wife? most Harold teams with me. Okay. I think we were on two at least mm-hmm. together I don't know if I have an improv wife mm-hmm. okay yeah oh no so I'm a single imp- <laughs> I don't even know how you would say that yeah oh no well, uh, well. maybe we should give up maybe Billy's right I don't think you said that I don't think that was part of the well you just quoted him so okay well, Billy Merritt says you should give up. <laughs> if you give up, you don't have I'm improv. Gonna, I'm going to start speaking for Billy yeah. Merritt and telling people they just need to give up improv. Uh, I guess it'd be Kevin because we were on two teams together, or Ben because we've been on a few together. Yeah. Or, I don't know, I'm on a, my friend Kevin McGee and I'm on two teams with, so like, so it's a, oh God, it's you a different Kevin. It's two. Well, when you come, when you come, we'll get you to come back and you'll hopefully have an improv <gasps> life by then. Okay. Ugh. Oh, God. Um, all right, well... I feel okay, so I feel like I guess I'm coming to the end, and I feel like I had more more stuff to talk about, and I just I, I had so many brain farts and such a headache. I'm sorry, I've been making like farting noises this entire time on this really? chair. Oh, I feel yeah. like every time I turn, and I just yeah. like it just sounds like um. They'll like that. They'll, yeah. they'll like listening to that. Well, gassy. Sorry, What can I? Is there anything else that I want to cover? I mean. Is there anything else that you improv stuff that you like to talk about before? I mean, I guess I move on. Um, I, I'm trying to, I, I feel like I had so much interesting things. I think there are just about. so many funny people right now, which is awesome. There are. And like different. Like upsettingly so. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I get, like, I really, I really do. I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but I really feel like genuinely like giving up at a certain point when I see people do really great shows. Like, I remember I used to go watch The Smokes, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't ever, I never get to go anymore. It makes me sad because they're great. But I'd go mm-hmm. watch them and I'd just be like, no, I can't. I can't do that. I, there's no way that I can find things that that funny or be that like. I'm just. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I watch Brian Galvin or Eugene Cordero just like hilarious. Kill. Wanger. All of them. They're all fucking insanely good. And they just kill. And I'd be like, nope, done. Yeah. I always remember seeing. I was at the Chicago Improv Festival and I saw Beer Shark Mice and I'd never yeah. seen them before. I've and, never seen them either. I heard great things. Uh, amazing. And Neil Flynn, um, just he did like this. This <laughs> for those listening, he did this. Mm-hmm. So he moved like a tiny thing on his shoulder <laughs> with his hand, a gesture that could mean brushing dandruff or yeah. scratching or like brushing his shoulders off. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and immediately his entire team backed him up with a cape and all this stuff. Like the fact that they were so yeah. on par with each other. And I remember after talking to him, as like the, I was the only girl mm-hmm. in this bar full of tall comedians. And I was like, I'm a fan. And just like <laughs> asking questions. And he was such a nice guy. And he like, yeah sat down with my team and just talked to us and he was like we've been friends for 20 years so we have like a connection there and you just get comfortable on stage it was just interesting to hear someone really talk about how he's still forever changing in improv that's cool and that was years ago and just being like oh wow so I always remember that team was it and then I moved here and then I saw them still and then ASCAD I think is amazing so like yeah or like 313 is a team from Detroit that's amazing like they're just different teams that are just yeah they just like should I use the word amazing again yeah well, no it's it is it's sometimes yeah like I think the cool thing best thing about improv is like you can really get your mind blown like 
a lot of times, like, yeah. like it'll still happen to me. I mean, I don't know. Does, I just want to put something to you, but like, I saw, yeah, I saw one last night. I saw Diamond Lion mm. and uh, Th- Middle Ditch. Thomas Middle Ditch did this thing of like where he's a, like a Velociraptor like chicken, uh, mm-hmm. and like I was dying. I was just fucking dying, and I was, and it just the whole scene was the, like one of the funniest things I'd ever seen, and it just yeah, it's like amazing when you get to see something like that. I don't know if it's just because it's like made up or what, but I'm just how's it happen? I, I don't love know. Funny things. I think it still happens. <laughs> it's not as often, but when someone really does something crazy that you just don't expect, it's yeah. amazing. Like we yeah. just you're holding in the tears of laughter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, I think everyone on Coming Clean has done that to me at some point. Yeah. Yeah, where they just oh, made me break. Yeah. And the same with like I'm on a team, a smokehouse, where someone will do something, and then all of us are like to yeah. tears because yeah. it's just you weren't expecting it at all. Yeah. So yeah, there's something still that happens. Did I see you do musical improv? Did you do it with Diamond Lion? Not I did so last ago? week with Diamond Lion. Was I there? I don't remember. God, I mean, I saved that seat for you, and <laughs> I kept looking out. Was I I think I missed that one. I think I saw Sentimental Lady, or yeah, Sentimental Lady instead, and I was like, eh, tired. Thanks. Thanks. I'm for that. actually really, I'm kind of sad that I missed it because. I, I, I love Diamond Lion now. Musical improv is like my new favorite thing. I love, love musical improv. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been years since I did, I've done it. Like, I've done it on the side, not in comedy, but not for comedy's sake. So then it was amazing to do that and just be like, yay, fun. Yeah. You, you, you've done like rapping stuff too, right? Yeah. Oh my God. That's so cool. I did. Uh, uh I did. <laughs> See, thing, you make me talk about things I don't talk about. Um, you don't want to talk about it? I did. I really don't. I'm weird. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not no, I'll talk about it. I, I did. Uh, <laughs> now I'm blanking on it. I did uh, I did freestyle rap competitions. Yeah. Yeah. So I did in downtown LA for a few years and I won a bunch. It's cool. Like, like legit? Like I did free... legit. Well, like UCB had one. Yeah, yeah. No, but two. wait, like, like legit freestyle rap. I did rap legit time. ones too. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what I'm I did. I'm so happy right now. Oh my God. Well, this is crazy. It's, oh it was fun. That's why I love musical improv because it's so fun. To, I just great. And I listen to a lot of rap music. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's like your favorite rapper right now? Uh, Tech Nine. Okay. I've become a big fan of. Gotcha. Um, Chicago guy. Okay. I didn't know that, but that makes uh, sense. And, not really. um, and then, I don't know. Uh, let's talk about mixtapes. I'm unhappy with Gucci Man's mixtape. Okay. I'm going to say that. And uh, well, Lil Wayne, Lil Lil Wayne was my fan. And I'm, <laughs> I'm still with him, but I don't love I could go on. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's exciting. No. I didn't know that you did that. That's awesome. Uh, I think I... I th- okay. Uh, tell me something. Uh, when you rap and or do musical improv, uh, do, you, do you start your like couplet or verse or whatever uh knowing maybe where you're gonna rhyme or like what you're gonna say or do you just fall into it i think fall into it okay good yeah i think every once in a while if you have a second you know if the scene's about something big and you're able Mm. to do a rhyme i'll totally like have that in my head but otherwise i like to fall into it i also like to rhyme uh in between Mm. instead of i find instead of just doing the like end of the sentence yeah rhyme like that i like to rhyme in the middle and that way you can fuck up with words yeah like <laughs> I saw Eminem like being interviewed and he was like yeah orange can rhyme with anything yeah and then he starts rhyming it because he pronounces it so yeah eminem yeah <laughs> where I'm like ah it's a good point but at the same time it's yeah. orange yeah <laughs> um yeah that, that's a, that's a, I feel like that's sort of like a trick that I like uh, for whenever I get to try to do I do I, yeah just or like just rhyme it. in the middle I just yeah. I've, yeah but I've 
I don't know. If I'm in my car and I'm driving and I don't notice people around, I'm always freestyling. That's cool. So I, like I do that. that too. I do it over really like bad stuff though. I feel like it, it takes uh, like Taylor Dane bad. That's not who's Taylor Dane. No. Canadian is horrible. Okay, no, uh, like like I've I've definitely rapped over Al City before in my car, which is like, whew, okay. that's embarrassing. Any? Mm. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter. Cause it, I, have, I have beats that you can borrow if you want. Or yeah. I'll, I'll make you a little. Thanks, man. Thingy. That'd be so good. Yeah, yeah. No, like, cause I really, <laughs> no, I really feel like it's hard to rap over certain songs. Like, I, and I, like when you're in a car, I feel like doing it. It's hard to rap over a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, like I feel like it has to. I have to have like a very clear like beat going because I'm not good with rhythm. And I also need like if there's music stuff, I need it to be like higher. And I if somebody's in, if there's a singer, I can't have them like in my same vocal range because it fucks me up. Oh. But like if like where I can rap over CeeLo because he has, he does like a high voice thing yeah. and it's very easy to do. But like if somebody's like in the same, I'm like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so that's that's rhyme with anything is the main. Blah, 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 blah. Well, blah, blah, blah. no. Um, no, but that makes sense. I mean, it's hard to rap. Like, I'll listen to some songs and I'll, like, immediately start going with it and then be like, oh, fuck, they lost me. <laughs> or, like, uh, most step and then I'll just stop <laughs> listening to him and be like, I can listen to this rhyme again. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that I, I always, whenever I do, like, the Beastie Rap or any, like, type of rap. Which uh, I make you do. Yeah, yeah which I, I love. I know. Uh, no, I really love doing it. Like, that's one of my favorite warm-ups. But I, I always... I always am just start, I just start saying stuff and mm-hmm. I hope that I come to the word. I never, I never like plan it out before. And then like, I feel like recently I thought, I, I, feel, I feel like I figured out or learned that some people like start with, I have a th- whole thing already or like mm-hmm. know their, their couplet and like what, how they're going to get there. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I didn't know that was possible. I also uh, think people like, the audience likes when you fuck up. Yeah. Like I did, I did Diamond Line and they were amazing and super funny and I, Hate you know, em. tried to keep up. Hate them. Uh, <laughs> and I did one perfect rhyme and uh, it got a response and then right at the end I switched it a little and then bigger response. Yeah. It had nothing to do with it being funny. It was more the Changed off. the expectation yeah. of it, yeah. So I think sometimes just that works anyways. Yeah. Uh, I th- yeah, that, that's like the going, going, uh, going away from what the people expect, like, uh, Shitty Jobs did a really good one not too long ago with Charlie Sanders, and they were doing like in the middle of a montage, and they brought up this really funny thing, and, and Charlie Sanders goes like, "I wonder what that would look like," <laughs> and then they just sat there, <laughs> <laughs> moved on, and then they just edited and moved on from it. And I was like, "You guys are great!" Like, I like that, going yeah. away from uh, the that's nerdy comedy theory for everybody. Um, yay. yay! Okay, so Sanders. now I guess since we've been recording for forever, mm-hmm. and. Um, I mean, it sucks because, like, right when we get to the end, it's like we can talk about so much more. Uh huh. Like. Like rapping. Ra- oh, yeah. Right. I, uh, I didn't know that you did that. That makes me so happy. I know. I don't talk. <laughs> wow. Um, it's I, anyone can do it. I mean, there aren't there <laughs> rap competitions on at, at like a couple theaters, anyways. So you can just go and do that, and like their teams oh my God, that do I'm it. Do and that stuff. so much. It's so fun. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I got into it. I, sh- you know. I shouldn't have watched Eight Mile. I don't know. I think it was yeah. before that, but still, okay. like starting to do it. And then I was, you know, this like ridiculously pale white blonde yeah. girl going like, "I'll do it. <laughs> Sign me up." Uh, yeah, I remember actually when Eight Mile came out. I remember all my friends started writing uh, like raps at the lunch table, <laughs> like we do. And this was probably like my freshman year of high school. And then, and then, uh, and then, like I remember I saw Eight Mile. And I'm like, yeah, I'll write some raps at the with you guys <laughs> like oh this is not fun uh it was just embarrassing then now i love it did they go home to trailers and kim basinger uh, i hope so that would be awesome <laughs> i think i think all my friends moms were secretly kim basinger and i should know 
Um, all right, so now we got to the new segment of the podcast, Ooh. the Pearls of Wisdom segment. Ooh. There should be a sound effect or something. Um, okay, so like Monica, Pearls of Wisdom, uh, do you have any? Did you ever get any note or like lesson or anything that really stuck with you and really had a huge major? Like, what's like the thing that you learned? Like, yes, this is great. I want to. Uh, um. Uh-huh. I, I put I put it I really put yeah. it up on a pedestal on that like, one and I'm sorry. Why is what happened? But yeah, no, I mean like, but I like I definitely have I've gotten notes or something. I actually Shelley Slocum gave me one of the notes that I remember like more than anything. I was like, yes, this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I wondered if there's anything that like maybe really. I want to hear what the note was. Um, I'd done a scene about uh, having. We, we talked about somehow about Chuck E. Cheese, and I just remember I said, like, we, we were doing an opening, we we're practicing the opening, and then saying what our idea was. And I said, My idea was, what if I was really disappointed that I was at like a birthday place where I didn't have Chuck E. Cheese stuff and I was like 20 something? And she's like, Yeah, that's that's like a perfectly fine idea, but like, what if you were 20 something and you were at a place that did have all that stuff? Like, mm. you could just have like fun with it. Like, why, why choose to be sad? Why choose not to enjoy what you're doing? And I'm like, Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking genius. Like, that'd be way more fun in a funnier scene to just be like, to me, like ecstatic about, yeah, uh, and that and that that actually like in a weird way changed my view on like comedy in a lot of ways. Like, huh. I don't think like now, now I don't like as much confrontational or disappointing or like mean stuff. Uh, but I really like I really like genuinely fun enthusiasm stuff, uh, and I think that's like a really great angle to take, and it's not taken as often as it could be. Yeah, I think uh, people are there to laugh. Yeah, I think that's. I th- uh, I think that's Jim Wood said that in New York to me once. Like, people are there to laugh, so it's about making them... At the end of the day, the audience paid to see you yeah. or came, you know, took the time to park, line up, whatever, so make them laugh. So don't... Like, when scene after scene is depressing, I think that kind of yeah. affects things. I know one thing I loved was um, when you get off stage and someone says that was... Was that written? Because it was so well done. Yeah. That So the idea that an, a great improv sketch or improv scene should be like a sketch. Yeah. And then in that same vein, then a good sketch should be written kind of like an improv scene. So yeah. there has to be like a reality there. There has to be someone who's got like a bit of a voice that the audience understands. Yeah. So I like that, like having at least someone having that point of view. Yeah. Which the idea of like hit it like you would a sketch. I feel like that was so convoluted. <laughs> no, it was answer. good. It was. It was. But just like, yeah, like yeah. when the best improv scenes, and it's true, it's like that could be written, that should be written down. Yeah. It's so funny. So I think there's something to that, to the a clean heighten and just really enjoying the moment and being having happy scenes. Whenever people do like yeah. divorce scenes and all this stuff, yeah, it's like uh, I left my house to come here for a reason. Yeah, is what I think. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the neg- it's going to the negative thing always, and that's and sort of it's it's almost similar to like the thing where people like try to fight because it's like this will be funny because I have something to do mm-hmm. and you can kind of dig in it with it. And the same with negative is like it's easy to kind of dig into a negative thing. Uh, and like, but like showing like real enthusiasm or fun is somehow harder and maybe a little bit more vulnerable. And like, well, is there yeah. something inherently funny about this? But or just the doing it in the now when people are like, "This party tonight's going to be awesome. Let's get ready for this party." Yeah. It's like I don't want to see you get ready for the party. I want to see the party. Yeah. <laughs> like those moments. Enjoy this one. Or if it's getting ready, let's do something in this moment that's amazing yeah. and is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so when people, like, talk about... I love it, like, people be like, well, mom said this, mom said that, mom said this, and, like, I just want to meet mom now. I don't care. Mom sounds real interesting. Yeah, like, you, the scene is not about you guys, it's about this lady you're talking about, so make it about you two. I think that's a big one. Whenever a scene's, like, kind of going off, do you have a relationship? Do you have this formed? Yeah. Like, even if game is gone, if you don't... If you can have an amazing game, but if I don't know who you are to me, I don't know where we are, like, all that stuff, it kind of 
fucks it up. Yeah, you're a stickler for that. You always get, you're always like, who are you? I'm like, well, who knows? You're yeah, like, I always say it like that. I, I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm doing a pretty good imitation of you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Monica, I think, I think that's the end. Wow. It's just good to, I, like, I honestly, I feel like every time I do this, I want to talk to people for like three hours. Uh, but that would be insane. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it. Well, I mean, I don't think many people would listen to nope. us talk about this for three hours. Be like, Definitely okay, not. Guys, really? Definitely yeah. not. Um, but uh, so I guess that's the end. Is there anything that you want to plug, share, tell hey, people to go see? listen to this podcast. Oh, this don't. is an amazing no. podcast that is celebrating somebody's listening improv to this in LA. I feel like I sound like a mom right now. You know, help them just enjoy. <laughs> just click the button on your iTunes <laughs> to subscribe. Um, go to shows, come to shows. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, for like yourself, you don't have to like send a message to like. Send a message. Yeah. Yeah. Come to, come to my Not for like the guys. improv community. Like, <laughs> hey guys, here's how you get. But it like, really is like, like your Twitter or like. Oh. Like that's oh, what geez. I meant. Like plug. Like legit. Like let's make you famous. <laughs> oh. Ah. I heard you were on two and a half minutes. Did that already happen? Is that a that thing? Already happened. Oh. Yeah. Was it cool? It was. It was fun. Great. Yeah. Watch Two and a Half Men. That one episode. Watch Two and a Half Men. Two watch, episodes. Watch, watch um, the newsroom on HBO. What's that? It's a, a new show. Oh, cool. I feel like an, I can't plug because I feel like, so, like I'm an asshole and uh, hey, watch this. No, it's cool. I, I didn't um, know you were in the, the new show on HBO. Now um, I've got to get a TV and cable yeah, I know, I don't, and HBO. Huh? I have to get it. I've never been able to watch anything that I'm on or my friends are on. Really? Oh. I, well, yeah. I don't have, like I have a TV, but it's I have Hulu. Oh, so, ah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. like, oh, I heard Leffy Wolves in a great commercial. I'm like, yay. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Eli's in a great commercial. <laughs> yay, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Oh. Um, so support. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Go to shows mm-hmm. and, and yay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll. And listen to this, huh? Okay. Oh, I'll Miss let... Monica Smith. There you go. That's my, that's my Miss Twitter. Monica Smith at Twitter, on Twitter. On Twitter? At, at Miss at, Monica yeah. Smith. Oh, boy. Oh, God. All right. We fucked this up. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we did it. Yay. Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And we're the hosts of Talk 30 Rock to Me. Do you crave cheese late at night? Do you have lots of thoughts on your mind grapes? Do you think a rape whistle can double as an accessory? Do you miss 30 Rock? We sure do. We miss it so much, we started a podcast about it. New episodes every Tuesday. Subscribe today.